0: This is episode 282 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta. Today it is spring break week and as such we are going to dive right into it. We are going to talk all about how do you balance being a parent and also being a badass business owner. How do we do both of them? I know that there's a lot of you who listen to this podcast with the kids in the car. shout out to some of you like Randa who have told me that before. I love knowing that it's a family deal and so I do definitely try to keep it kid friendly. But today we love those little kids, right? And I have Olivia home with me. Uh, For those of you just joining us, Olivia is my my almost eight-year-old special needs. Uh, She is on the spectrum. She was born at 12 ounces almost eight years ago, and she is a joy and a delight. If any of you guys follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you have seen her. In fact, I have a whole highlight reel of her, and she is just the happiest, most exciting kid ever out there, and she has a lot of energy. I don't know where she gets it from. (laughs) Anyhow, if any of you guys are battling, trying to be a mom, whether you're or dad and you're a new mom or dad, or you've been at this for a couple of years, maybe even more years than myself, you know that it's a very hard balance, right? You constantly are feeling that mom or dad guilt that you're not ever present enough for them, or you're trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? What do you want? Hurry up. Tell me. Or you're not even looking at them when they're talking and you're like, "Mommy's going to work or Daddy's going to work, or I just got to get on this phone call. So you need to be quiet and all of that. And it's very difficult. And there's really no right or way wrong of doing any of this. It's really finding your rhythm and finding what works for you based off of your parenting style. But I think the one thing that happens is there's always going to be guilt, right? And so today I'm here to try to, you know, I'm going to pull from my own experiences and Again, some of my client experiences when I talk to them, and we're going to talk about how to try to get rid of some of this guilt and also things that we can do to be proactive about it, right? So I've got a couple of notes for you as I always do so that I don't just kind of keep rambling here. But if you are a parent, I want you to let me know right now. Email me back or message me wherever you saw this podcast drop. If it was the Friday email we send out to you, let me know there. If it was on Facebook or Instagram and you saw this, like let me know, like, yeah, I'm a pet mom. And you know, some of you guys might be pet parents too and might be feeling a little bit of this as well. So if you feel like that resonates with you, then absolutely you are definitely included in this. But the very first thing I want to talk to you about is scheduling. And when you can schedule things, that's going to be a lot. It's going to help calm down the anxiety because you're going to know a little bit more of what to expect. You're going to know that, okay, I've got this half hour that I can do some work. For example, I know every Saturday morning, my daughter actually has an occupational therapy appointment. And it happens from 8 a.m. to 9.45. This amazing therapist, her name is Emma, she comes to our home. And I know that while she's working with Olivia, if there's anything that I did not get to do that week that I needed to get done, that's the time that I can actually do it. And so sometimes I'm in my office recording this podcast. sometimes I'm, you know, just doing stuff for myself, but I know that I have that little bit of time carved away. But right now it's spring break and I would love more than anything to actually go take her to Disney or go fly somewhere or go do a trip somewhere. But because of the state of the world, when I started looking six weeks ago, cause I did not start looking six months ago, because of this state of the world, everything just seemed to be so expensive. It was over a thousand dollars a person to fly just two hours away from Phoenix. And it's also spring training here in Phoenix this month, but spring training got pushed back if any of you guys follow that. And so I really tried to schedule a lot of stuff for her during spring break. So we weren't just sitting here staring at each other, right? But what ended up happening was I realized that we're not going to go anywhere this spring break. So we're going to stay here. And I tried to make the best of it. So I reached out to all of her classmates' parents. I started a Facebook group. I know that you probably can't imagine that. Ha ha ha. That was a joke. And I rallied everyone together and I said, "Okay, so who's going to be here for spring break? And guess what? Everyone is. So we decided that we were going to do an activity Monday through Friday, which is really great because then we know we have something to look forward to. Right. And these kids have so much energy. So we're doing things like the train park and Sky Zone and all kinds of fun things like that. So what I needed to do is I needed to schedule things out so that I knew that we had something to look forward to, to break up the day, to kind of add some excitement so that we didn't sit here staring at each other and I feeling like a terrible mom who's not engaging or doing fun things with her, right? That's my mom guilt. And that's my true story this week. So while we're doing that, we're also obviously going to be doing some fun stuff at home and just really taking advantage of that one-on-one time. I'm fortunate enough to be living a designer business. That's what I've been calling it. It's something that I think I really am going to start talking a lot with everybody. About, I've been talking about it in my intensives most recently here in Dallas. I met with Jake of Privileged Paws and Joette of Park Cities, and I talked to both of them about that because it's something I talk to a lot of people about. And it's living a designer business, like having your business designed around your life. And that definitely doesn't happen overnight, but I'll tell you, when you have it connected so closely to your why, you're able to kind of start spreading yourself out and doing things like this and saying, okay. It's spring break. I'm totally not going to work or I'm going to work bare minimum, which leads me to my next thing. So the first one was schedule. My next thing is to say no. And that's really hard. And when I say no, I mean no, period. Like, that's the answer. And I'm not being like, okay, let's keep it PG. I'm not being a witch about it, right? I am drawing a line in the sand. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no kind of thing. You need to let people in your life know that yes means yes and they can count on you and no means no. But before that even outwardly happens, you need to really assess inside of yourself and think, is this a yes or a no? And how articulate can I be? And what I mean by that is like, no, well, I don't think so. Um, I'll let you know. Those are all not no's. Those are giving the impression to many people that they can still convince you or that there is no boundary line or it's not a hard no. So I want to encourage you to say no to things. I know that might sound really strange. I'll give you an example. Somebody wants to book with me this week because they want to do a coaching call. No, I'm sorry, but I'm off this week. Or more so, it actually gets kicked out to Jillian, one of my amazing VAs. And Jillian's just like, Bella's not available this week. And so it really goes to being able... Like People will start trusting you more too when they know that your no means no and your yes means yes. So the first thing is schedule. The second thing is say no. The third thing is turn off. This is something I've been talking a lot about again recently When you have those darling, precious kids in front of you, and it is, you only have 18 summers, 18 Christmases, 18 school breaks, right? And they, each year somehow like changes, like each year they mature more or they get more independent or they get less dependent, more independent, right? And every single year, every single opportunity truly is a gift. You're never going to get it back. Oh, boo-hoo, I know it's sad. But the thing is, is that that's why it's even more important for us to turn off. Now, I'm not telling you to turn off for seven days in a row. I'm not telling you to turn off for an entire day. I am telling you start small. okay like steady plotting leads to great rewards. And if you can just start to turn off just a little bit so that you know that your kid knows that they are the most important thing to you at that moment, that is so, so valuable. I heard a parent therapist on TikTok of all places. I love TikTok personally. And she was saying like every day that she gets home from work, she makes sure that she goes straight to her kids. And she leaves her phone in the other room and she gets down on the floor with them. And for 10 minutes, a minimum of 10 minutes, just undistracted 10 minutes, she sits down, she plays with them. And there's nothing else that matters. If they want to play, you know, googly eyes, if they want to play Barbies, if they want to play race cars, whatever it is, or whatever they want to tell her, they want to sing songs, they want to play the piano, that is directly like uninterrupted one-on-one With them. And I thought that was so intentionally beautiful. So I wanna encourage you to figure out what does turn off mean to you? And how can you turn off and let that person in front of you know? Now, maybe you're listening to this and you don't have kids, or you're soon to be mom or dad, or maybe your kids are gone. I ask you to take this tip and see how you can do this with your spouse. Are you married to your business or are you married to your spouse? I'm just asking. I'm sure I'm hitting some nerves. But, you know, really just think about it. And it doesn't have to be a big, long day. It doesn't have to be a whole week. It doesn't have to be a whole day. But just start out little, you guys. Little practice leads to bigger things. It really, really does. Now, the next tip I'm going to say, you know, oftentimes it is really difficult. And people ask me all the time, Bella, how do you do all of this? I don't. I don't do all of it. And I don't expect any of you to do all of it. But what I do expect is that everybody needs to get good at asking for help, all right? It might seem so entirely crazy that I have an assistant that's helping me get approval for something I need medically. Okay, I'll just tell you, guys, I'm 39 years old, and apparently I have arthritis in my knee. What? I, like, I thought I had like a torn patella for a long time, and I have arthritis in my knee. I'll be 40 in July. Like, what in the world is going on? So yeah, so I need this like gel injection. Some of you might know what I'm talking about. I was a catcher. I played all kinds of sports. I was basketball, always had knee braces. My knees have always crunched truth be told, I've been told that it's my parents' fault. So I went and I asked them to trade in my warranty. They said it expired. True story. But I digress. Anyways, so I have to fight the insurance on this, right? And there's a lot of phone calls and things. I get help because I humble myself enough to ask one of my assistants and I say, hey, can you call them? Here's all the information. Can you figure this out for me? Because I got other things to do. I got other things to do. And I can't possibly be sitting there and all stressed out and then not want to do anything else by the time I get off the phone with these people after two hours or all of the back and forth. So yeah, it might sound absolutely positively crazy, but what kind of things can you delegate out in order to help enhance the other things in your life for you to get other things done? All right. The other part about getting help is that you got to make sure that you articulate exactly, exactly what you need so that that other person feels empowered to do it in your business. It might look like SOPs, but then you also need to make sure that however you're handing someone the quote unquote problem or challenge or task to do, that the instructions you're giving them to do it are in the most efficient way. It's not making more problems for them because that you need to help them help you. So what does that look like? What I mean is like, let's say we're going to try to get a new office manager. Well, you can't get an office manager if you have your systems that are essentially telling people that they need to do 12 hours of work when it really can be done in two hours. All right. We need to get those systems smooth so that they come in and they're only doing two hours of work. So I would really say like one of the most important things as a mompreneur or a dadpreneur or just a parent with a business, okay, is you have to get really good at asking for help. And I see a lot of you out there. I would love to hear of all of the ways that you ask for help. The obvious one is childcare or nanny, right? Or babysitter. But it goes so much further. It goes from a poop scooper to a pool man to a landscaper to, or maybe you really enjoy doing that stuff. And so you keep that, but then you outsource housekeeping or maybe you outsource grocery shopping or maybe you outsource. There's a gazillion kinds of things, but you can't possibly be trying to do all of it on your own. And for any of you saying that you don't want to spend the money on it, you're spending something, guys. You're spending time, money, or energy. And that time, money, or energy is essentially going to be taken away from those that you love and those around you. And there's no way like that you can do all of it on your own. So I want you to expand your brain and find out, am I asking for help enough? And am I asking for help from the right people? That could even look like from your partner saying, hey, I really need you to be in charge of the kids on these days or at this time, because I really need to carve that out for uninterrupted work. All right. And I would love to see you guys working at least two hours a week on your business. What I mean is not doing tasks, not helping other people. I mean formulating your vision and creating plans, marching orders to give out to the rest of your business to take it to the next level. All right. There's got to be time set aside for working in the business and working on the business. And the only way you can do that is by getting help. The next thing, well, first to recap, because you know I love to recap, is first schedule, say no, turn off, get help. Let's plan ahead. You got to plan ahead. And I kind of talked about this a little bit when I said about schedule, but more that scheduling is like actually scheduling out to do the things. But planning ahead is more about casting your vision. So as a business owner and as a parent, this next year, how many trips are you going to take with your kids or how many plays or local events are you going to go to? How many trips to grandma's house are you going to go to or out of town or to the cabin or the woods or the lake or the beach house or the RV trip or whatever it looks like in your family? are these things planned out or do they get the scraps at the end? Do they try to get squeezed in? Because I'll tell you something, and you actually already know this. If we try to squeeze it in, most likely it's not going to happen. Am I right? I know I'm right. I mean, I just, I'm just right. I know this from my own life. You have to put the big rocks in first. You put the big rocks in first into a jar. And then all the other little rocks will fall around the big rock. That big, Those big rocks, the things that you plan ahead about, those are the things that you think of as your priority. If you say that you don't have time for something, it's not a priority. The other thing that I know is really scary is, but, 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 but Bella, I can't do that. I don't know who's going to run the business. Well, guess what? Let's go plan that trip to Hawaii this summer. And now that we have that in mind, your whole entire mindset is going to be changed between now and July. Now in July, now you have a why on why we're going to get your office management running so smoothly, on why it's going to be so efficient. You're going to have a reason for this vision now. And when things are tied to your reason, it's going to be so much more important. The very last thing I want to talk about is expectations. Expectations, this is for everyone in your life, your kids included. This is what mommy expects. This is what daddy expects. This is what I expect from my spouse or my partner. This is what I expect from myself. This is what I expect from my clients. This is what I expect from my employees. I would encourage you to do that exercise. All of those expectations I just said, do you even know what you expect? If you do not know what you want to expect from all those areas of your life, how do you expect, pun intended, other people to know what to expect from you, all right? I think this is one of the most important and unlooked things ever in life. Listen, you want me to do this next week. This sounds really great. I really want to, but I can't commit to it until this day. On this day, I will confirm with you, but pencil me in. I do that all the time because the older I get, and I know some of you are probably laughing at me, the more protective I am of my energy. The less I am, oh, my word is my bond, and I overcommit myself, and then I end up doing things begrudgingly. Sometimes I just need a nap. (laughs) Sometimes I just need my own downtime to clear my head, and that's really important to me. What are your employees? Do they know what to expect? Do they know to do things, for example, like call you only if they're bleeding, dying or in pain? Text you if it's something that's really time sensitive and email you for everything else? Or are you checking five different forms of communication all day long? wondering if a client or an employee has texted you. Meanwhile, you feel like you're being electrically shocked every single time a ding or a bing goes off on your phone. Good Lord, help me. This is why a lot of you don't even answer your phone. Yes, I'm talking to you. And if you don't believe me, go back a couple episodes and go to my phone episode where I called 10 companies and you'll see how many people actually answered their phone. It shocks me how many of you don't, but I digress. That's another episode. Expectations. What are the expectations of a client that fills out a form? Do they fill out a form on your website and then it just goes into an abyss? Because when you don't tell people what to expect, they don't know if they can trust you. When you don't tell people what to expect, they don't feel secure in the relationship that they're starting to form with you or they have with you expectations are something that will get you very far when it comes to juggling being a kick-butt mom and also a kick-butt business owner. You have to let people know what to expect of you. Now, guys, this has been a very kind of high surface level conceptual kind of episode Right? Where we could definitely get into the nitty gritty of your actual business. If any of you guys are in the mastermind and you're listening right now and you're like, Bella, what does it mean by this? Or how do I actually do that? Or that sounds great, but I don't think I can because of this. Can you show me how? Apps freaking lootly. Let's do it in the mastermind. Post on your thread and we can get into it. And I can apply this directly to your life. That's where we get to do all of the down and dirty, nitty gritty Monday through Friday stuff. And you know what? I love that community so much that even though this week is spring break, I'm still in there. I'm still in there. We're not having any meetings, but I'm still in there replying to you guys. If you're not a part of the mastermind and you need a community where there's people actually doing things successfully out of the norm. Okay, You want a place where you can get human resources answers and you want the hive mindset. My members get on the phone with each other and help each other out. They are so kind and so forward thinking that you can't help but not succeed in there just go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. I also want to tell you guys that this episode specifically is also sponsored by Better Marketing with Bella. Our waitlist is about closed now and we're going to start welcoming people in next week. So make sure you get on that. Either sign up at jumpconsulting.net forward slash marketing or get on the waitlist at jumpconsulting.net forward slash waitlist. I really encourage you to consider this, especially if you are a parent who owns a business because the last thing you have time for is to be creative about your social media marketing. And we teach you not only how to do the inbound marketing, which means what comes to you and make it look beautiful, but the part that a lot of people forget about when they say, oh, I do my own social media, or oh, I have someone doing social media for me. Really? What are you doing to talk to other people? Are you just standing against the wall waiting for people to come to you, or are you actually out there networking, collaborating, and working with other people and starting conversations with other people online. Because there's that whole other 50% that majority of you guys forget about. And in Better Marketing and Bello, we teach you exactly how to do that. We give you cheat sheets and we give you systems on it. So don't forget about doing that. And as I said about getting help Today, that is one way you can get help with your marketing because the more places that it can appear that your brand and your business is, the more of a chance you will get that people will reach out to you when they need a dog walker or a pet sitter because they feel like they've seen your brand name everywhere and they already have started to trust you. So, again, go ahead and go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash marketing. I would love, love, love to get you in the program. There are very limited spaces for obvious reasons. We've got about 40 businesses in there right now. And every semester we get better and better so we can open up just a couple more spots, but it is limited. So I hope to talk to you soon. Again, you guys remember when life gets you down, always keep jumping.